her or else she'd kill me. <laughs> I'm simply here to talk about my sperm. <laughs> it was November 21st, 2000, when we went to harvest my wife's eggs and my sperm, which the lab technicians were to mix in a Petri dish and get them fertilized. Then a few days later, they would take two or three of the best-looking fertilized eggs and place them in our surrogate. My wife was worried. She hadn't done much harvesting of any kind. <laughs> I, on the other hand, had been harvesting my sperm for years. <laughs> had I saved it, I'd have silos of the stuff. <laughs> I firmly believe I am the Archer Daniels middling of sperm. So when I was told I'd have to give a sample at the office, I thought, no problem. But there was a problem. The day of the harvest, every member of my wife's family was in the waiting room to wish us well. Like I said, they're a close family. My wife went into the operating room first to retrieve her eggs. Then it was my turn. My father-in-law, my sister-in-law, my mother-in-law, Cousins I've never met all showed up to encourage me to have a great masturbation. <laughs> There's nothing more disconcerting than looking back as you're walking down and seeing the smiling faces of your wife's family as you're going off to spank the monkey. The nurse, who looked not unlike Aunt B from The Andy Griffith Show, led me to the specimen retrieval room. This was an ordinary examination room which is now totally devoted to masturbation. The room was, a sm was small and it had a few assorted magazines and a TV with a VCR built in and a stack of plastic specimen cups. Aunt B gave me a form to sign and showed me where everything was. She was very matter of fact when she pulled out the magazines. Uh, here's the paper towels, the cups, and Black Horror Magazine. <laughs> she tried to act like there was nothing more natural than showing a man where to masturbate. I couldn't wait for this humiliation to end. She explained that there was an adult film in the VCR, and I thanked her for her help and wished she would leave. Eventually, she did, and on her way out, she said these fateful words. I'll be waiting right outside the door for your specimen. <laughs> Aunt B was waiting outside the door, knowing I was jerking off. Up was down, black was white. You know that. My greatest shame when I was 13 is now apparently completely acceptable. And because of this, I suddenly felt panicky. I decided to relax. I tried to convince myself that this happened every day and there was nothing strange about it. This would be like any other time I jerked off, only better because this was covered by medical insurance. I sort of looked through the magazine, but I decided I wanted to harvest the sperm that was going to create my child by thinking about making love to my wife. Then I remembered about the movie. <laughs> that dirty movie in the VCR seemed so much better. So I went straight for the movie, it turned on the VCR. I needed to get excited, I needed to do it fast. Aunt B was waiting. So I turned it on and it was, well, it was the most generic dirty movie anyone has ever seen. It featured an average-looking waitress at a bar and a customer playing pool, but there were no sets, per se, only a black backdrop, and it was like our town, only there was tit-fucking. <laughs> it was so cheap that I think they even mimed the billiard parts, you know. I popped the tape, 
out to look at the title and all it said was, and this is absolutely true, it said pornography. <laughs> now, you know, it, I was pretty sure that it was medical grade porn. <laughs> so cheap and generic that it had been made by Merck or Pfizer. <laughs> Only those people could think that, you know, the people who think Claritin can make your life carefree thought this was sexy. I heard Aunt B shuffle her feet outside and then I realized that meant she could probably hear me and what I was doing in, inside. So I turned the volume down very low. Uh, so low, in fact, that I couldn't hear the dialogue per se. But at that point, it was sort of a silent generic porn movie. I think what happened was the waitress asked the customer's order and apparently he ordered a blowjob. <laughs> so far, so good. Things were happening. The harvest was looking promising. I thought to myself, it was great. And just then, I heard one nurse talking to another. Mr. Kogan's in there giving a sample. <laughs> really? How long has he been in there? A long time. <laughs> well, Mr. Coulier is waiting. Now, great. Two nurses outside, and another poor bastard is waiting outside, and I couldn't concentrate. The pressure was too great. I was trying to conceive a child here a life-altering task, and they were rushing me. I tried to block everything out of my head except the waitress who is now on all fours and the customer fairly close behind her. <laughs> I'm starting to get into it when I think, Coulier, Dave Coulier? <laughs> Full house is Dave Coulier? <laughs> Haven't heard that name in a while. <laughs> Sure hope he saved his money. <laughs> I was losing it. I heard foot tapping, the unmistakable sound of a nurse tapping her foot. I had to get it together. I could see that the waitress was on her back over the side pocket and the customer was ready to almost climax. I had to power through and get the job done now. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> I certainly didn't like the humiliation of Aunt B out there, and I didn't want anybody hearing me rewind the tape, so that would have been embarrassing. So I started to think that maybe, uh, then I started to watch the tape and hoping to get through it, and watching them, I swear to God, I thought, these two people in the porn movie work for Pfizer. I thought, you know, they're just like some people from the loading dock or something, because there was nothing sexy about what they're doing. Now the nurses outside are arguing over vacation time, but I try to shut out their conversation, at least most of it, but it does seem unfair that Dr. Suri takes two weeks off, but they don't. <laughs> then I look back at the tape. The waitress is cleaning up. The customer is zipping his pants. They're done, and I'm still standing there like an idiot with a dick in my hand. Well, not like. I was an idiot with a dick in my hand. Standing there with a plastic cup watching porn credits. Edited by Jacques Strap. <laughs> It was a disaster. I wanted to be, I've wanted to be a father for the last 20 years and now is my chance. I got into emergency mode. I started to think of every masturbatory fantasy I'd ever had. Angelina Jolie, Grace Kelly, Beyonce, Meryl Marco. <laughs> Fluffy hair or no. They all raced through my mind. And then I remembered from my adolescence the Rosetta Stone of jerking off. Farrah Fawcett Majors. 
No, not the absurd lunatic we see on late night television. <laughs> but the sweet, innocent Farah from the original Charlie's Angels. Smiling playfully from her poster, with her right nipple making itself apparent under her one-piece bathing... I harvest. <laughs> and a banner crop, I might add. Still, it's awkward. I'm standing up because who wants to sit on anything in that room? My pants around my ankles, like some Times Square peep show, I would imagine. And I have to be careful to get everything in the cup. I don't want to hear that all the sperm that would have gone to college went on the floor. But I manage and I put the lid on the cup. I write my name and I exit the room. Aunt B takes my cup and rushes it off to Desta. I feel great, really great, until I walk back into the waiting room and see my wife's family. I let them know the eagle has landed and what followed was the world's most awkward handshake. It's not over. I mean, literally. I put out my hand. He looked at my hand, knowing he had no choice but to shake it. And he shook my hand. Yuck. Well, that was almost three years ago, and my beautiful son, Charles Sinatra Kogan, is 22 months old. His birth is a miracle of modern science. The journey that we took to get him here is strange and amazing, but seeing his beautiful face, his joyous smile, his remarkable spirit, I know he wouldn't change a thing. This is how it had to happen to wind up with this perfect person. Charlie is without a